Hello, 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 and welcome to the 130th episode of the Cracked Die podcast. I'm your host and GM, Sean, and I know we haven't had one of these openings in a bit, so I just wanted to pop in, say hello to everyone, wish everyone a happy pride, especially those members in the LGBTQIA community. We hope you have a safe and happy June and enjoy pride. Secondly, I want to say on June 11th, we will be getting back to our regularly scheduled Absalom in Order Twitch show at twitch.tv slash cracked die. So come hang out with us on the 11th. See what mess we get into or get out of. Hopefully we'll finish this murder hotel and be able to go back to normal Absalom where nothing seedy is happening, right? Nothing seedy, nothing seedy in Absalom ever, not never, not once. Anyway, would it even be a Sean intro without some other plugs? Of course not. Now, if you're listening to this, you're already a wonderful person. But if you want to support us even more, head on over to patreon.com slash cracked die podcast and join our Patreon. For as little as $1, you can get a whole bunch of things. And once you get to the $5 level, you can be a part of the most disgustingly welcoming group on Discord that I've ever been a part of. Yes, that's right. We have a Discord where we will chat about any and everything. Do you want to see how bad I am at math? Join us at in our Discord. You want to talk about movies? and share memes, come hang out in the Discord. Our Discord is a wonderful place, and I really, really can't tell you how much I love the community we have there. If joining the Patreon is outside of something you can do right now, we totally get that. And if you really, really want to help us out, please give us a rating and review on whatever podcast system you use. These ratings and reviews help us be discovered by more people. If you share this podcast, if you give us a rating and review on any of those systems that you use to listen to podcasts, it will help others find us. And when others find us, it can help us out in the long run. So please, if you haven't already, take 30 seconds to leave us a five star rating and review. Okay, I've done way too much. I've talked too long. You're all like, shut up, Sean, get to the episode already. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get to the episode already. So let me throw it to the table for episode 130. Welcome to the 130th episode of the Crack Die Podcast. Whee! We did it! <laughs> All of you out there who said we wouldn't make it to 130, you just lost. So continue to put money into that Deadpool. I know there's so many of you. And that pool is at patreon.com slash crack die podcast. I have nothing funny to start this episode off with so last episode you guys 
explored the room where you had massive combat, did a lot of healing, a lot of healing because y'all needed it. Found a really cool staff that you gave to Knife Sword, found two scrolls that are in your group loot. You came down this hallway and you found the Scarlet Triad member who has been giving you all the hassle, as well as a, another Scarlet Triad member who has a crossbow leveled in the hallway. And you also heard the sound of tiny wings flapping above you. Blah, 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 blah. I think there's a bat caught in the house. That's what it is. Anybody who's had that experience, you know what I'm talking about. Let's roll some initiative. Can I use a hero point to reroll my initiative because it's lower than Twin Town? Well, let's go through the initiatives real quick. Christine, what did you get for Soraya? Soraya got a 34. Heidi, what did you get for Ooh? Ooh got 34. Okay, Matt, what did you get for Twin Talon? Twin Talon got a humble 42. A humble 42. And Rob, what did you get for Knife Sword? Oh, I mean, it's a d20 roll. You could hero point it. I just don't know why. You actually have half the initiative of Twin Talon. Yep. He's tripping over his, his big robe and stumbling with his big staff. Yeah, Knife Sword does look like he's wearing his dad's like dress shirt and clothes and stuff. It's actually a defense mechanism. I can curl up in this and no one will know I'm there. <laughs> he just collapses to the ground. Looks like someone just left their clothes. Oh. You yell order 66 and Knife Sword just falls flat. Oh my God. Twin Talon, it's your turn. So before we get into it, Rob, you can shift five feet forward if you want. Okay. So Twin Talon, he's looking out here. It doesn't look like they've seen us yet, correct? This one is leveling a crossbow down the hallway. So they're aware of your presence. Being aware that someone is coming is different than like having seen us, I guess is my clarification there. Yeah, they haven't seen you quite yet because you were all sneaking down the hallway. It is also dark down that hallway, so. All right, let's do what we came here to do. Twin Talon's going to move. 10, 15, moving into the room. 20, there are a lot more people here than we thought. 25, I wonder what's up with this dead orc. I feel bad because it looks like they have like a token with like a face on it, like they were a named character. 30, so then I'm gonna go there. So that's one movement. And then Twin Talent is going to attack the Scarlet Triad member directly adjacent to him who has not gone yet. So they are flat-footed. Yep, they're flat-footed. And this is the one that has the crossbow leveled in the hallway. Uh, that is a 17 on the die for a 38 versus their flat-footed AC. 38 versus their flat-footed. Uh, that's a makes that. Uh, 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 that's a crit. Lights them out. All of them. Kidney piercing. The target is sickened too. So it is double damage and sickened too. Starting with these stats already, huh? This is the danger of having these programs like know all your stuff and do it for you is that when you have to do it yourself you don't remember how any of it worked uh increase number dice uh, yeah i do i do have three six okay from what sneak attack oh yeah sorry from being me so 21 29 35 times two is 70 damage and they are sickened too they're still standing but they scream ah as this live figure just lopes out of the darkness past them, ducks and rolls under their crossbow, and then comes up and pierces their kidney from behind. And then he will attack again. Are you putting debilitations on them? I'm assuming so. Yes. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. And then 27 for the second attack. Uh, that's a regular hit. Uh, okay. 35 damage with the second attack. 
All right. So this Scarlet Triad member is still like you as you continuously stab them, they are leaning more and more onto this workbench in front of them, but they are still alive. All right. And Twin Talon will say, I don't know. I had something fun, something about. uh, Yeah. Twin Talon will say, sorry, we're late. And he'll wave to the guy over here that's been gabbing on. And that'll be my turn. Yeah. I guess Taysani could go, but she's just going to wait. All right. So a Scarlet Triad member steps out of the shadows with their crossbow out and aims at Twin Talon, firing. They have a status effect of hostile. That's cool. 37 to hit. That's it. Can you please give me a fortitude save? I will do my best. 29? Yeah, you pass it. Okay. But you are going to take damage still. I'd rather not. 16 points of damage as a crossbow bolt hits you. Okay. I just want to remind everyone that for, I don't know, 120 episodes, I've had bracers of missile deflection, and they have come in handy exactly zero times. Well, maybe it's time to sell them. I think it is. And their third action will be to reload their crossbow, because it is a reload of one. Ooh, fire, reload. Ooh, it is your turn. I would like to rage. All right. Followed by sudden charge because I'm tired. I'm absolutely tired of this piggy squealing on us. Oh, geez. Okay. Move twice and strike. Oof. Right within range. And I'm going to swing my battle axe. Swing my partner round and round. <laughs> For a 37. That is a critical hit. Yeah. yeah. Number 34. This is piercing, correct? What are you using? My battle axe. Then it is slashing. Slashing. Crit effect. The target is fatigued. So double damage and the target is fatigued. Yeah, you have 34. Jesus. Okay. Boom. A palpable hit. Still standing, but definitely cut into. Yes. Next up is Soraya. I'm going to run forward a little bit. Oh, there are lots of people here. So I'm running slightly up to the north there, and it looks like there is a table, and there are alchemical things all over the table, bubbling and simmering away. What happens if I flip the table onto the two sneaks? You're going to throw a bunch of reagents all over the ground? I don't get to, like, at least roll for, like, an acid splash or something? Sure. You know what? Roll of fun. Let's do it. First off, roll a d4. It's a four. All right. So I'll let you pick between fire, acid, or lightning. Let's do fire. Do I get to pick what level it is? It is a moderate alchemist fire. Should I make a standard moderate bomb attack? Yes, please. Okay. Oh, because she she runs in. She recognizes this shit. She knows what that all is. And she goes, huh. She just flips a table of these two. It's a 37. Which one is the main target of the attack? Uh, we'll, we'll do this one that's back in the alcove, so not the one that Twin Talon just stabbed a million times. Okay, so that one is hidden. Well, I can see her. <laughs> so you'd have to make a flat check to try and hit them. Okay, uh, that's a DC 5, right? I mean, if she's hidden and I can't see her, would I even know she's there? She's like hidden by because she's like crouched behind something or hiding against the wall. Oh, okay, cool. I'm going to hero point that nat one there and roll another d20. All right. Because <laughs> the nat one is just dissatisfying. 18. Perfect. I do hit her. Woo. Okay. Moderate alchemist fire is 2d8. A 37, by the way, is a crit. Oh, fuck. Sweet. The target loses its sense of smell and any scent ability or other olfactory senses until healed. It's called olfactory overload. 
So apparently they just get like an alchemist fire to the nose and that's still double damage. Yep. Okay, and that's 2d8, 2 persistent, and 2 splash to the stabbed one. So let's see, they take 11 fire damage plus the 2 persistent. All right, so 11 fire, 2 persistent fire. The stabbed one takes more fire to, to splash as well. Fire, splash. Sploosh. Okay, and I have a couple of my pre-made ones left. I have like two and I still have five reagents apparently. I'm going to grab my greater alchemist fire and wing it at her. Greater bomb's second attack is a plus 18. Oh, sorry. I also didn't double the, the crit damage, so it was 22 fire damage. Sorry. 22 to hit her a second time. The one behind the wall. A 22 will miss. Okay. So a 37 was a crit and a 22 is a miss. Interesting. Is that it? Uh, Yeah, because I ran up. I flipped the table and, and I checked something. Does she still take the splash? Oh, yes. Everyone takes a splash. Perfect. So two more damage to each of them. Okay. Now, my turn. I get to have fun now. You already had fun. No more fun for you. Again, I think it's very telling that you can't, quote, have fun, unquote, unless you're hurting us, but that's fine. Ooh. (laughs) Not a good look. (laughs) The Scarlet Triad Poisoner that is to the south behind the desiccated body of the half-orc will do a really cool thing that I just saw on their character sheet. So why not try it? Oh, yeah, Soraya, you should be saying, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So their first action is to draw their short sword. And then they will take two actions to do an ability called running poison strike. On whom? On Soraya. So the poisoner strides, poisoning their weapon as they move. They move up to their speed and make a single melee strike attack. So they move up to here. They're going to make a single melee strike attack. Does a 24 hit you? No, it does not. Yes. So they swing and you see poison dripping from their blade and you duck out of the way as it swings over your head. All right. It's now... Mr. Chatty Cathy over here who keeps t- running and telling everybody about you guys. Telling people's business. They're confronted by Ooh directly in their face. So they are going to take their great club and swing it at Ooh. And does a 41 hit? Yes. Cheats. Does it beat you by 10? That means it's a critical, critical. <laughs> Unfortunately, they are not named. So I'm just going to do damage. Wow. Wow. Can we make you re-roll if we give you a hero point? Unfortunately, not yet. Boo. It's only 24 points of damage. Or sorry, 38 points of damage. (laughs) And then they're going to use their second action to knock Ooh down because the Great Club has the knockdown ability. So rude. Yeah. And now that Ooh is back lying on the floor... I'm going to batter the fallen. I'm going to kick Ooh, and it will do extra damage since they are prone. If I hit, does a 23 hit Ooh? No. Okay, fine. Haha. <laughs> Next up is this Scarlet Triad member who's been shanked in the kidneys a couple times. And set on fire. And set on fire. <laughs> They're going to turn around and fire their crossbow directly at Twin Talon, who is right next to them. And does a, oh, a natural 20 for a 37. Yep. You're out of range. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're going to take 26 points of damage. And I need a fortitude save, please. Okay. 31. That'll pass. (sighs) 
They're then going to free action to drop their crossbow. Second action, draw their short sword. That'll be third action. They shot me already. Oh, third action will be to draw their short sword. That is correct. Thank you for that. I apologize. I'm really not trying to cheat. Sure. <laughs> now is the Scarlet Triad member who Soraya got lit on fire. They're going to pop out and they are no longer hidden. And they're going to draw their short sword and they're going to do their poison run. Fi- oh, no, they can't get there. Huh. They're going to drop their short sword, draw their crossbow and load it for this turn. Okay. They take two persistent fire damage and they roll a 18 to recover. Next up, you hear the flapping of wings getting louder and louder and a swarm of bats coalesce into a form in front of Brianna as a gnome with green hair shows up. More flapping of bat-like wings land behind Twin Talon as a halfling shows up that has coalesced behind Twin Talon. Knife Sword, it is your turn. In my loudest, deepest voice, I issue forth. Foe, fie, fee, fum. I smell the blood of some scarlet bums. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to move it forward. And he's doing it in Old English. <laughs> he's really leaning in on this Shakespeare. I got it. <laughs> and I'm going to take my rather large staff and I'm going to cast Ray of Enfeeblement on the gnome that just coalesced in front of me. Okay. Range spell attack. 19. So I got 39. 39 versus their AC is a critical hit. Not right. Heck yes. Feeble the shit out of him. Let's see what my card says. Magic glow. The target glows for one minute with the effect of fairy fire spell. Hmm. I don't know fairy fire. Fairy fire is always good for targeting hidden enemies. Hmm. Okay. Well, he's glowy. All right. And then double damage. So ray of enfeeblement. Attempt a range magical. Oh, if you succeed, that creature attempts a fortitude save to determine the spell's effect. Oh. If your attack roll is a critical success, use the outcome of one degree of success worse than the result of the save. Okay. So I need to make a fortitude save? Mm-hmm. 28. My spell DC is 30. That's a fail. So it's a critical failure, and you are enfeebled three. Oh, boy. So just to dip back to Fairy Fire for a second, the description is all creatures, this creature, uh, when you cast a spell, are limbed in colorful, heatless fire of a color of your choice for the duration. Visible creatures can't be concealed while affected by Fairy Fire. If the creatures are invisible, they are concealed while affected by Fairy Fire rather than being undetected. And this will last for five minutes. Mm, I'm saying crap brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else you would like to do? Oh, let's see. I moved, and I think that was a two action to use that, so I think I'm done. All right, so the desiccated orc starts to twitch and sit up. Oh, jeez. They stand up as their first action, move towards Ooh, who is prone on the ground. Don't think she's willing. No. We don't know. This is Ooh. She could be into a lot of things. (laughs) Take me to dinner first. Okay. So they're going to claw at Ooh as their second action. Isn't that their third action? Stand, move, attack? 
as their third action. I'm having trouble counting today. Today, yes. Oh! Did you just nat one? Nat one. Oh, natural one. So what's their name, Sean? (laughs) They're not named, but everyone draws crit fail cards. This is a melee. Until healed, you are enfeebled too, as they pulled a muscle. (laughs) Charlie horse in my butt. Ow. They're playing dead too well. Got up too suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, head rush, head rush. Brianna, it is now your turn. So there's this green-haired gnome that just appeared before me in, in a cloud of bats, correct? The cloud of bats coalesced into this green-haired gnome. That would be correct. We've experienced similar creatures in the jungle, if memory serves, yes? Yeah, that's weird, yeah. Strange. Hmm. Interesting. That's a coincidence. Hmm, probably. Anyway. She will step up to this gnome, even though I kind of want to just be like, hold that thought and then go and like jump in the fray with everybody else. But, uh, you know, might as well. You forgot an important fact about this gnome. Oh? It is outlined in poop brown fairy fire. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) So I can like add insult to injury. Yes, yes. Actually, I would really appreciate it if you just added injury to insult. Okay, I will will add injury to insult and maybe make a retroactive knowledge check because I'm pretty sure we've done this in a previous episode and I've just forgotten. We know what these things are, correct or no? Yes, this is a vampire. You know that this is a vampire. Okay. Out of character, do we know that they are undead? Yes, you do know that. Perfect. She will smile sweetly and cast Disrupt Undead. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. So you have to make a fortitude save. DC is 29. <laughs> That's a 12. So that is a critical failure. Is that correct? I can't math, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because it was a natural one on the die. Ouchies. Well, that means you are also enfeebled one for your round. So, yes, you take 27 points of damage. And yeah, are enfeebled one for a round. Does that stack? It does not. Oh. It does not. It takes the higher of the two that come. In our infancy, we did stack Enfeebled 1 and Enfeebled 2, but that is not how the game is supposed to work. Oh, because he's got Enfeebled 3, so I was hoping he would be Enfeebled 4 now. No, but Enfeebled, I think, does reduce all of his saves. Yeah, that's why I couldn't make a save. <laughs> well, I mean, you rolled Natural 1, but it's extra bad. Yeah. Can I just say that is also a cantrip? Mm-hmm. Do it all day. Oh, no. So just, just you know, just letting you know that. And it's positive damage if that matters, Sean, if they have a weakness to it. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you reminding me about weaknesses. I think, unfortunately, that is my turn because I did step up to it and I shouldn't. Well, no, I should if I wanted to later do stuff, but boo. Ugh, Okay. I guess that is my turn because I stepped up and then I cast this beautiful, beautiful cantrip and that is three actions. Matt, you're up again. All right. So I would like to say how much I appreciate that Soraya has hand wraps of mighty blows because that means 
She is never unarmed, and she is technically threatening this person next to me. So they are flat-footed to me. Yep, the one you continuously stab in the kidneys, yes. Mm-hmm. You don't need these, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Twin Talon is just prison shanking this person for some reason. Very, very likely. All right, yep. So he, uh, I'm in like a weird position. All right, I'm going to attack the person who I've attacked multiple times to this point. Okay. Yeah, just clear the board a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to get rid of people, get rid of players off the board. 38 to hit their flat-footed AC. Critical. Piercing, normal damage. The target is sickened three. They're already sickened two, so now they become sickened three. A little disappointed, but it's fine. I don't know why you've lowered all of their saves, all of their ACs. I think I just try to kill them. That's 39 damage to them. Well, explain to me how you do that. Twin Talon's just been going from one kidney to the next. Just left kidney, right kidney, left kidney, right kidney until they just fall down and collapse. Well, they're dead. Hooray! They're dead, Jim. All right. So for his second action, he will attack the sneak who I think poisoned their sword and ran up and tried to stab Soraya with it. Yep. 36. A 36 will crit. Okie doke. Crit effect. Until healed, the target is clumsy one and enfeebled two. Shoulder wound. Oh, my goodness. All of the enfeeblements going on today. I mean, I'm not opposed. Enfeebled two and clumsy one. Okay. All right. And I'm going to put the debilitating strike on this person. So that's 20 damage. Is that already doubled or no? That is not doubled. So that's 40 damage. Thank you. And then for my third action. Do it. Stab him. Stab him again. No, I need to get myself into position. So I'm trying to figure out who... Ooh, and Brianna are going to be attacking. Does Soraya look like she's going to keep throwing bombs or is she going to be throwing fists? Like, what's her, what's she look like? For now, she's probably going to stick with bombs. She's got a couple still. Okay, so I think Twin Talon is going to take his third action to move to there. He's going to move south a little bit so that he is flanking the vampire who was playing dead with Ooh. Okay, I appreciate that tactical repositioning. And I'm assuming nobody has a, an attack opportunity to try to hit me as I go by. I do. Damn it. <laughs> too far away. Sorry. You're too far away. Sorry. Sorry. Too far away. Next time. <laughs> so now that there are, this is a target-rich environment, this poisoner here is going to take a couple steps back and fire at Twin Talon with another crossbow bolt. 23 to hit. That will miss. All right. Bolt wings by your head and they reload their crossbow for their third action. Ooh, it is your turn. There's people to your left, people to your right. You are prone, but you can kippity up. So I kip up and I'm still not liking this picket, so we gonna swing at him. Well, hang on a second. Kip up, oh no, it doesn't provoke. Never mind. continue. You may swing away. Yeah, 35. God, 35 is a hit. 15 damage. Heck yes. Yes, you do deal 15 damage to them. They're still kicking. I don't like you. I yell at him. 30. Hit. 19 damage. All right. I hope you died a pit of fire. <laughs> 24. That will miss. Swing, swing and a miss. Soraya, what are you up to? Soraya... As someone who just tried to swipe at her with a sword, she did miss horribly, and Soraya laughed at her for it, because Soraya also has poison resistance, so I'm not sure <laughs> how much would have actually happened anyway. What were you thinking? 
Yep. <laughs> it's like I deal with poisons and all sorts of other nasty things all of the time. <laughs> See, because mm, I, I kind of want to throw it back and use a blight bomb, but I'm also concerned that they might have poison resistance because they're poisoners. I'm going to throw an acid flask right in this one's face. Jeez. Oh, okay. 27. Will hit. Cool. A greater acid flash does one damage right now, and then it's 2d6 persistent and two splash. And does that hit the creature behind it? It can. Uh, yeah, if it's the 15 foot, then it would. All right. And how much acid are you doing? It's two splash, and then the persistent is 2d6. So she takes one now, and then on her turn before she saves, she gets 2d6. Okay. So that was one action to draw and to strike. And this is one of the weird vampire things back here over its shoulder that just got hit with the acid. Yes. Do we know what damage does positive damage them? I forget. That you don't know. Brianna, does positive damage vampires? I think so, yes. Uh, I don't have positive. I have good, evil, chaos, or law my alignment manual. So unless if you wonder by good, that's not Okay, I think I have, I'm gonna throw. They are undead, so yes. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my last greater alchemist fire at it. Okay. The one to the north of Twin Talon. The one that just got the splash damage is gonna get hit for a 31. That is a crit. Sweet. Give me something good, give me something good, baby. Target is stupefied too until healed. It's mind cloud. Yeah. Okay. What does stupefied do? And it takes 22 fire damage for you. I don't think anybody is nearby to be splashed, so it will take the three splash as well. Yeah, that's 25 fire damage. Three, so 25 altogether. Okay. The vampires, uh, you know, I'm going to recall knowledge on them, actually, because I don't know too much about them and I want to check things. Is that religion, arcana, what? That would be religion. Okay. Ooh, 33. That is a critical success. Cool. What do I know about these guys? Well, they are chaotic, evil, medium, undead vampires. Oh, they're also elite. Ooh, okay. So they have fancy templates. Um, uh, immunities and weaknesses, things like that. Immunities, death effects, disease, paralyzation, poison, and sleep. They are resistant to all physical damage by five, except for silver. And they have vampire weaknesses, which are compulsions. Vampires are creatures of strange and unknowable compulsions. A typical vampire can't voluntarily cross running water unless it is transported while it hides within its coffin, nor can it enter a private dwelling unless invited by someone whose authority to do so. Revulsion can't come within 10 feet of brandished garlic or brandished religious symbol of a non-evil deity. Okay. If they do, to brandish garlic or a religious symbol, a creature must interact to do so for one round, similar to raising a shield. After one round of being exposed to the subject of its revulsion, a vampire can attempt a DC 25 will save as a single action, which has a concentrate trait. On a success, it overcomes the revulsion for one D6 round. If it fails, it gains the fleeing condition. A stake, a wooden stake driven through the heart, drops the vampire to zero HP and prevents it from healing above zero HP. And then sunlight. If exposed to direct sunlight, a vampire immediately becomes slowed one. Alrighty, interesting. Special attacks or abilities. Special attack. Drink blood. Requirement. A grabbed, paralyzed, restrained, unconscious, or willing creature in the vampire's reach. The vampire sinks its fangs into that creature to drink his blood. This requires an athletics check against the victim's fortitude DC if the victim is grabbed and is automatic for any other conditions. 
The victim is drained one and the vampire regains five hit points, gaining any excess HP as temporary hit points. Drinking blood from a creature that is already drained doesn't restore any HP to the vampire, but does increase the victim's drain value by one. Great. Anything else? They also gain the benefits of sneak attack. Great. Okay, so that was... Two. You have one more. Lowest save. Their lowest save would be fortitude at a plus 11. Okay. So she'll just yeah, don't don't let them grab you. You don't want them biting. If you have any wood on you, try to get them through the heart. The poisoner that is directly in front of you, Soraya, is going to swing their short sword at you now. Okay. That is a 31. That will hit. For 11 points of damage. How much of that is poison damage? Zero. Damn. Fine. It's all slashing. And then they're going to swing again at you for a 23. Miss. And then they are going to take a step to the north. All right, it's Clubby McGee's turn. Oh, I'm sorry. They took 10 points of persistent acid and they rolled an 11. So they are still acidic. They are still taking damage. So now the Tattletail is going to go and the Tattletail swings their club at ooh. 24 to hit. <laughs> Swinging again. <laughs> one, one, one. Fuck me. For a 36. Whew, whew, it was on that one for a second. That's a regular hit. <laughs> so you take 11 points of damage and you are knocked prone again. Is the third action to knock him prone? Yep. She got knocked down. Up again. <laughs> the Scarlet Triad member on the other side of the table is going to shoot Soraya with their crossbow that they have out. Ooh, 39, which is a natural 20. I wish to liberate my friend. Out of the dark, you see a flash of holy light. A wall comes up and hopefully deflects some damage from that. <laughs> so you may take two steps, Soraya, in any direction that you would like, if you want to. You do not have to. Um, Baby, come back. I am. I'm going to take two steps further into the fray. So two steps directly to my right. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so one, two. I'm now in between the thing and the vampire, the, the poisoner and the vampire. Can you also give me a fortitude save? Okay. And I'm still going to do double damage to you. So rude. Well, minus. Minus, yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> 35 to the fourth save. Okay, you're fine. Very nice. So you're going to take 28 points of damage, but you get liberated for 13. And is any of the damage poison damage? Or did they just try to poison me and it failed outright? Uh, they just tried to poison you outright and it failed. Liberator, right? Liberator, liberating step. Oh, also, since we're here, Knife Sword, is there anywhere you want to go? Since you're also in range and at this level, it's called Exalt. My whole group can get into position. Is it people within a certain distance? You can help your whole group get in position. When you use Liberating Step, if your ally does not attempt to break free of an effect, oh boo, you and your allies within 15 feet can step in addition to the triggering ally. Yeah, so she did not attempt to break free, so... Since she didn't, everybody that's within 15 feet, including yourself, can move 15 feet. Knife Sword, is there anywhere you want to go? Knife Sword and Brianna can take two five-foot steps. I'm going on this side of it. Yeah, up and over. I'll go there. Ooh, flanking. Thank you. And now they're flat-footed. I don't like this whole ability to move everyone in the group. (laughs) So I wish that now that I was within 15 feet, it triggered her thing. (laughs) 
No, no, it doesn't work that way, Matt. I don't think it does, but I think that'd be fun. Sorry. No. Chain reaction. Yeah. Yeah, like as she's moving, like everybody she gets within 15 feet of can like just get their movement. That's fun. But now she can liberate you. I'm a big fan of that. Yes, that's why I moved in. Second action for my Scarlet Triad person is going to be to reload their crossbow. Sorry, which one was that? The one to the north behind the table. Okay. And then they're going to shoot at Brianna. All right. New target showed up. Time to shoot her with your minus five. Hey, babe. What's up? Oh, hey. Ooh, 34. Fuck me. Uh, Yeah, that is two more than my AC. And that was a natural 20. So that means it's a critical. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, I love making those. I'll happily make those. I need you to roll a one to fail. Yeah. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Oh, that was close. Oh, that was really close. 36. Yeah, you succeed. Oh, that scared me for a second. I was like, Haha. oh, wait. Yeah, talking a big game and oh, shit. <laughs> That's bound to happen. Let's be honest. So you're going to take 32 points of damage unless you would like. Oh, no, you didn't raise your shield. So boop. I did not. And I cannot liberate myself for, yeah. No, you cannot liberate yourself. You need to get your reactions back first. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Vampire number one that is close to Soraya directly diagonally is going to say, hey, you look nice and try and claw you. Ugh. Does a 24 hit? Miss. Yes. Second action, claw again. Does a 14 hit? That's a critical miss. Ugh. That should be illegal. Mealy, bonk. You are stunned too. Because <laughs> that means it loses its third action and then its first action next time. Yep. I apologize for honking like a duck into the ears of our listeners. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was very cute. So it takes three more points of fire damage and then rolls a 16 to save. So it's no longer on fire. And then this other vampire that is between not where anyone wants to be, honestly, is between Ooh and Twin Talon. Yeah, that's not a good place to be. No, it is not a good place to be at all. So it's going to try and strike Twin Talon. Okay. With a claw. A claw. The claw. Thirty-two. Thirty-two will hit. All right. I'm sorry, cannot liberate you. It's okay. You liberated Sarah from the crit. Yeah. So you're going to take 12 points of damage, but more importantly, you are now grabbed. What? Really spending an action to then grab me? Yep. And then they are going to drink your milkshake. No. Are we sure that's what we want to go with? As opposed to? Drink your blood. I want to suck your blood. Yes, they're sucking twin talent. <laughs> Twin Talon is now drained one. They just get to do it with no actions? It is one action to drink your blood. But he's only grabbed, so doesn't he get a fortitude save? Oh, that is correct. This requires an athletics check against the victim's fortitude DC. You are 100% hero point for Christine for remembering the rules that I had just read. Yay! Thank you. And that is a... Athletics check against your fortitude DC. 14. That is a critical failure. Mwah. Drinks its own blood. <laughs> so I'm going to give you back your 11 from your drain. I mean, you just hit me for 12 and then gave me back 11. I don't really understand, but okay. <laughs> 
because Sean, as much as he says he doesn't want to, wants to cheat very badly. So rude. No, I gave you 12 points of claw damage. Ah, okay. And then I applied the drain status on you, which took away 11 hit points. Got it, okay. So I gave you back the 11. But you are still grabbed, which is nice, I guess. Well, now he's stuck here next to me. I mean, if pro wrestling has taught me anything, all he has to do is reverse the tension. Well, before you can reverse the tension, it is Knife Sword's turn. Knife Sword ramps up the tension. I'm going to... Dropping is a free action, right? Correct. I'm going to drop my staff, pull out my striking silver dagger, and stab at thee. So you didn't need to drop the staff for that if you didn't want to. You can just let go. Like, one hand can let go, and you can hold the staff the other hand. You can't use it, but you can hold it. Okay, I'll do that instead. All right, so you grab your dagger and you stab. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Would you like to share with the listening audience what you just rolled? I got a nat 20 with a silver dagger. (laughs) That is a critical hit. That is beautiful. Oh, my gosh, yes. Suck it, vampires. (laughs) 38, that is a critical hit. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's from Mike from Perth. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mike. Dagger is piercing or slashing. Your choice. I will pierce. Piercing is target is frightened three, but may make a will save against your class DC, decreasing it by one on a save or two on a critical or slashing is normal damage. The target loses two fingers. They are clumsy and enfeebled one and cannot use one of their hands until healed. I'm going to go with piercing. Okay, so that's double damage, and they are frightened three. All right, so uh, 16 damage. Didn't I hear that silver does something better to them than normal? Yes, it bypasses their physical damage reduction. Cool. Then for my third action, third action, I was going to stabby stabby again. Go for it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The thing is, Knife Sword doesn't roll a lot of d20s for attacking, so they're super, super charged. So that was another natural 20 for 38 to hit. Hang on, I gotta walk this one off real quick. I think Sean's gone. I think he left. I think he's just taking a lap. Well, I'll just draw my card while I wait. Okay. Sorry, I have to walk that off real quick. You should do slashing this time. Okay. I'm gonna lean into the blow. Triple damage. Oh, no, I dropped my weapon. Ooh. Oh, yeah, no. Maybe piercing's better then. Uh, normal damage, crit effect, until healed. The target is clumsy three and enfeebled three. He's already enfeebled three. Just go for the triple. Come on. <laughs> triple damage. Come on. Nah, we'll do uh, severed muscles. So he'll be clumsy three on top of enfeebled three and feared three. Frightened three, yeah. All right. Oh, so roll your regular damage. Four points. Would you like to describe your kill? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, I keep stabbing at his ankle. And, wait, no, he's a, he's a gnome, isn't he? This is a gnome, yeah. Covered in purple fiery fire. Oh, well, you know, I give him a um, nice little uh, grin, you know? He wasn't, he wasn't laughing enough. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I can't believe you crit twice in a row. <laughs> With melee damage. Yeah. Sean, if it makes you feel any better, anyone else would have done a ton more damage than that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. true. That is true. 
That is true. But it's still amazing. Don't be like, it's amazing for a knife sword, but for Sean, if you feel like you need to take a loop and life is unfair to you, imagine if Ooh had done that or Twin <laughs> Talon had done that. Crit twice in a row like that. That's true. Speaking of ruining my day, Brianna, <laughs> you see Knife Sword stab this gnome in the chest, and a look of shock and horror appears on it, their face as they poof into dust. So you guys know the gif of the young gentleman, the young boy kind of nodding and then like pants to camera and like gives it the thumbs up. Yes. So he's looking at a computer. He's kind of bopping and then he turns to camera and gives him the thumbs up. That's exactly what Brianna <laughs> does right now. She's impressed. <laughs> She's feeling a little bit sus about her little goblin friends, especially with uh, him taking advantage of her mule status. But, uh, you know, he done good. All right. Oh dear, what to do? I'm I'm at a loss. I feel like Brianna would be focusing on the vampires for no reason at all. Yeah, why would she be so focused on this? I don't understand. <laughs> no idea. It's fine. But she'll probably step up to have, you know, not two enemies focused on Surya over here. And, uh, hmm. What to do? What to do? I kind of want to throw another Disrupt Undead against the vampire to the right of Serea here. Do it. Shall I? I will, because it's a cantrip and I don't get to be a casty cast terribly often. So why not? So please give me another, what was it again? Fortitude save. Their best save, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want Knife Swords dice, not my dice. <laughs> How'd you do? Just apply the critical effects. I believe the critical effect is just that you are enfeebled one for the round. And double damage. Is it double damage? All crits are double damage. If creature critically fails to save, it is also... Okay, so it is... Oh, my brain hurts so bad. Help me. Well, let me click the double damage button. For 56... Look at me. <laughs> so he takes 56 damage. Just holy light. Jeez. Explain to me how they die. Brianna does her her meme thumbs up to um, <laughs> Knife Sword. And as she's walking over, she's like doing like a, a practice like flick here and there with the scimitar. Because scimitars, you, you need a lot of wrist work because they are that sort of, yeah. Anyway, as she does that, yep, mm -hmm, you're welcome. You kind of see like trails of, of holy light, like spinning along with the the sword. And then she kind of like counters it and that light kind of goes from the scimitar into her left hand as she just kind of zaps the undead creature and it wails and you see light coming out of its eyes and its mouth and then it just crumbles to dust. How many actions is it to cast that? Two. So I've, that is my action, unfortunately. Okay. Well, that's good. So it's the top of the next round. It will be Twin Town's turn, but I need to walk off two crits followed by a crit fail. So we're going to just end this episode here. Totally fair. <laughs> I'm going to cry a little bit between episodes and then we'll come back next week. Hopefully I'll be able to kill you all. Oh, bud. Sounds good. Sean, feel free. <laughs> cry a lot. Woohoo! Let it go. You should let me use magic. Just say it. Yeah. It'll be great. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. 
Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.